Hey everybody, um, if you hadn't noticed, we are in a lockdown, which means that I've had to come up with new ways to keep myself entertained. And one way I've done that is recruited some comedian friends of mine to watch certain films or series of films which they might not usually have watched on their own accord. So the first series that we're going to dive into is a little well is Dr. Doolittle uh, which started in 1998 well the remake series started in 1998 with Eddie Murphy and you may not know this but there are five Dr. Doolittle movies in the Eddie Murphy universe and myself and some comedian friends of mine are going to be reviewing them one by one so please welcome the wonderful Dave Mullen as we review the first 1998 version of Dr. Doolittle. I've got a lot of history with this movie, actually. You've got a little, a bit of history? <laughs> yeah, with the see what was coming there. <laughs> I wanted to keep even I wanted to keep everyone in suspense. So you should have held it a little bit longer. <laughs> What's he gonna say minutes, next? Just a twenty minute dramatic pause. <laughs> so uh, uh hang on a sec, did you go to the train museum first? Yeah, I went to the train museum during the day, like a few times. Um, <laughs> <Hayden>. <laughs> you really were desperate for things today. Yeah, and um, we went to HMV a couple of times as well. <laughs> well, you know what? I shouldn't laugh. During this lockdown, I'll be gagging for a train museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The lockdown's made us... Yeah, this is... It's making us do some weird things like yeah. like this, but this is, this is I enjoyed this movie, man. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when you got the list out and you said pick your movies, I was straight in there at the first one. I had good memories of you know watching it when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the exact the exact time like you but i do remember seeing it and enjoying it yeah and yeah it was a fun watch it was a nice little it's nice little it's like what is it 90s nostalgia you know it's kind of eddie murphy in his prime yeah or the sort of he's sort of at that point he's sort of on the verge of 
going of sort of self-parody, I think. You reckon? Yeah, I think he was sort of on the verge of it because he 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 put he definitely did put a lot into the role, but it was kind of at that point I think in his career where he was very very self-aware about what's expected of him in the film. Yeah. Do you um do you know where so like where is this in the Eddie Murphy? How 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 far away are we talking from say like Big Mama's house? Is that the one where he put the facts? No, 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 that's not Big Mama's house. That um he didn't do Big Mama's house. That's the other black guy. Um that's my Oh dear. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, um he did the night professor. Uh, he put he put on in all the fat suits on. Yeah. But but yeah, even that, the nutty, but even the nutty professor wasn't the first one of those good as well. Yeah, right. That was nineteen ninety six. Oh, that was before this. Yeah. Okay. But then he did stay in the nutty professor like loads of sequels of that, didn't he? He did one sequel. Are you sure? I'm, I've got like memories of him like in a fat suit many times. That was he did another movie after that called Norbit. Oh yeah, and that was when it, that was like rock bottom. Yeah, that cost him an that cost him an Oscar. Why? Because he was nominated for Dreamgirls, right? And yeah. almost as soon as the nominations the nomination came out, Norbit got released. And then the academy was like, no, he's not changed his ways. <laughs> wow, they took an Oscar away from him because Norbert well, so that's, bad. That's the, that's the rumor. That's kind of the rumor, but it, it fits. It fits because Norbert was terrible, <laughs> but with for lack of a better word. But, wow. But so yeah, what did he? What did he do in Dreamgirls? Was he like playing a manager or something? Yeah, he was playing a manager, I think. And it was a bit more serious. Yeah, um, and he was very likable, very, yeah, he was good. And then he very was good. like, you know what, fuck it, I missed the fat suit. That's it, he messed dressing up, dressing up as a fat black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I, might give, I might give that a try now that I'm at home so much. Please do, please do that, whenever like Merck Control calls again, please just turn up. <laughs> I'll be totally reinvent myself after the quarantine. <laughs> Shall we talk about this movie then? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I've actually, I've I, I enjoyed I've it. A, I've got a load of notes for this, man. All right, hear me with your notes. I got I got a few notes. Um, yes. Mainly they started with the fact that Norm MacDonald is the narrator slash dog. Yep, that, that's what I started with as well. Um, it, he's, he's him playing Norm MacDonald, isn't it? Pardon? It's him playing Norm MacDonald, isn't it? Yeah, 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 but it's good. And I like the fact that, obviously, as a kid, I had no idea, but now I was like, oh, yeah, that's Norm MacDonald. And yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't do more, like, speaking roles like that, or, like... Uh, he did. Maybe, like, he if did. there were cartoons or something, he could do that. Oh, fun fact, Norm MacDonald is in all five of these Dr. Doodle movies. No way! <laughs> yeah. He stuck with it. 
Yeah, and he does a voiceover for all for all the ones I've seen so far. He's the one that does the narration and the voiceover at the beginning. Does he play the same dog though? Yep, same dog. Plays a lucky, lucky, lucky the dog. dog. And they get managed to keep the same dog actor. No, that, the new the dog for the later films is fucking weird, man. Like, they, I don't know what they they changed. Did he have, did he have like plastic? Did he have plastic surgery or something? Yeah, man. He got um, Hollywood got to him. Yeah, the fame went to his head. Like, but I mean, he was a pretty, he's a pretty good dog actor, to be fair to yeah. him. Yeah. Um, like that yeah. scene where that scene where he lays in the gutter and he's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, he was he was good. He was good. Um, I like the beginning because it kind of shows that John was a fucking weird child. Um, Who, who's John? John Doolittle. Oh, that's the main. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As a kid, yeah. As a kid, he was a fucking weird child, right? Um, and he's talking to his pet dog, which is voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, I noticed that as well. Yeah, Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. Yeah, and and um, he is told that when dogs are sniffing butts, they're just saying hello to each other. So yeah. when he gets introduced, to, this is the point where I'd, I'd have gotten seen by a psychiatrist, right? Because he gets introduced to, I think, his new school principal. Yeah. And he sniffs his principal's butt to say hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's at a point you think, okay, this kid needs some serious intervention. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were kind of taking a, a clinical eye to this film. Yeah, okay, so I was. Like, this kid needs help. He just sniffed the principal's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the way that you're supposed to. <laughs> How are you supposed to sniff a principal's ass? Well, guess what? Um, so, you've just reminded me of something. So, uh, my, um, no, I can't, I can't say, I can't say that. Sorry, I'll take it back. Okay, tell me when we're not recording. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's got, a great, it's got a great car, right? Um, it's yeah, it's got, got a lot of good people. I was trying to remember some of the names. Um, obviously, Chris Rock. Yeah, as yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to him actually. We're gonna get to him. Guinea pig, but carry He's the guinea pig, and I thought he was kind of like uh, the donkey in Shrek, but that was his original like donkey in Shrek, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. They've, I think every single one of these films has to have a crazy, wise cracking animal sidekick, and that was that was him. Yeah, um, you gotta have a great. And I think. He was very well suited for that role. Um, and I think that most of the jokes he said, I think there probably a lot of it was, input, was improvised. And because of that, not all of it landed for me. But enough of it well, enough of it got carried away, carried through because it's Chris Rock's charm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his, and his voice. Yeah, that's it. Um, you've got Oliver Platt as this sort of, semi-bad guy, not really bad guy, who works with John. Um, the one who's all about the getting the money, basically. Yeah, that's it, that's it. 
Um, it's got Raven Simone as his daughter. Who's that? Raven Simone. Is that the one who looks a bit like Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, who's in that so you know, remember that so Raven? Okay, right. Has she, she got? She's the, the one with a lot of attitude who wants to go use yeah. the bathroom and then all the yeah, ducks. That's, in the bar. <laughs> that's the one. Um, we've got um, Jeffrey Tambor as the vet. Oh yeah, yeah, legend, legend. Yeah, we got um, the wonderful Ossie Davis as Dr. Doolittle Senior. That was a good. Uh, that was a good scene. The uh, when the uh, the vet's going up his bum and then he loses the thermometer. Oh, God. <laughs> Some classic arse humour. Man, that was... Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do an anal sex stroke in that. Just a slight one. Because that would just really fit in with what the rest of these films have done. Just just a subtle anal sex joke. Yeah. I mean, they sort of alluded to it, but they didn't go all the way, which I'm quite happy with. Um, so... I don't know how the movie starts off, and it starts off with him forgetting his ability to talk to animals, right? And so he grows up to be an essentially an average TV and movie dad who's just basically all work and no play. And when the, for example, when the family goes to Honey of Iron, he gets called into a doctor's surgery and at, at the crack of dawn. And this is like a real time, this is like a real time stamp, right? This just tells you how. This movie was made in the early 1990s, the late, mid to late 1990s, right? Fucking All Saints is on the soundtrack when he's in the car. Oh, which song is it? The Lady Marmalade remix. Oh, wicked. Yeah, and it's at that point, he hits the dog on his way home, and the dog survives, and John hears him talk, and it's the voice of Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald comes into his life. Yeah, that's it. Not Lucky the Dog. Norm MacDonald comes into his life. Um, we all need oh. McDonald in our lives. <laughs> so, from then on, he just begins to, like, hear all the animals just talk all over and, like, flit and like that. Obviously, it's driving him absolute batshit, cra- batshit crazy, right? But I think that he probably has the most patient wife, right? Because he goes... Patient the- wife, did you say? Patient wife, yeah. She's, yeah, but also, also hot wife. Very hot. Very, very attractive. Very like, hot. Very patient. Yeah, very patient. Because, like, when, did you remember the scene where he's, where they're on the holiday, right? And he goes absolutely crazy when the animals start talking to him. And he just, and she's just there looking at him and going, aww, aww. Yeah, basically, every time they're about to have sex. Yeah. He has to leave and go talk to animals. So he's got a very hot, very patient, very sexually frustrated wife. Yeah. So, you know, that is very likely going to lead to an affair. Yeah. Very, very likely. Um, But who is there that she could start sleeping with? What? She could start sleeping with? Um, Yeah. Is that... (laughs) <laughs> is that his dad or her dad oh that's his, his dad. dad yeah his dad she calls him dad as well though in the weird she's like oh dad that's a respect thing that's a respect thing you think that, 
And maybe that's what that's family, what I know. Black family, I know this. This is respecting. Uh, and maybe that's what she calls him in the bedroom as well. Ah, maybe. Yeah, Davis, enough. So in Doctor Doolittle, the porno, it would be yeah. it would be Doctor Doctor John, whatever. Doctor Do Me a Little. Doctor Do Me a Little. Doctor Do Me a lot because uh, my husband is my husband's gone off talking to animals again. Uh-huh. Get the dad in. We're <laughs> <laughs> turning this wonderful this wholesome kids movie into something completely different. Um, well, yeah, but she was hot. I mean, she was. She was very, she very was hot, hot, and she was even there, like in a nighty. I mean, she and he was like, "Sorry, there's a fucking pigeon at the window trying to talk to me." I mean, even if you could talk to animals, would you be like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Hot, hot lady in a nighty. I'm just gonna go chat to this pigeon. Well, it depends on what the animals are doing. Like, if they're gonna fuck up the house, like they were clearly going to if he didn't go speak to them. Yeah, but also, all he had to do is just close the door. I mean, he kept letting the goats and the sheep in. It was like, oh no, there's nothing I can do. It's three goats. <laughs> just shut the door and get back to your wife. I mean, Jesus. Clearly, there was something wrong with their marriage. I think definitely under the surface. I think him talking to animals was just like a mental illness brought about by, or maybe a distraction to distract himself from his failing marriage, his failing Mm. business. And um, also, why was this company like, what was this company that was, that was going to take them over? Like Skynet or something. It's like some shit like that. Yeah. Um, it's always like the big basically capitalism is always the evil in this in these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um question. You've you've had, you've got a dog, right? I've got a dog, yeah, I'm looking at her right now. Cool, cool. Um was there like a family discussion about whether or not you should get a dog? Uh not really. This dog uh is basically like a, uh, a um, divorce dog. Uh, this okay. dog, this dog came into our lives because our other dog died, and then my mum okay. and dad were like shit. Let's get a dog. So they okay. got. It. What about the dog that was before you died? Before this one. Oh, maybe we had a little uh, little discussion, like, oh, yeah. what a dog. Yeah. In this movie, he's just allowed to bring a dog home without any discussion whatsoever with the wife. I know. And <laughs> the fucking street dog. Yeah, I know. It's fucking rabid. He gets this disgusting street dog. Brings it back to his little daughter and lets it lick her face. <laughs> oh man, I, there's so much that like there's so many holes you can pick in this movie, but yeah. it's still enjoyable. Oh yeah, it's a fun one. I mean, don't yeah. we're both on the pardon me, we're both on the same page there. Yeah, but um, I mean, come on. Look out for your dog. You know, give the dog a wash at least. Yeah, that's it. 
And of a whole scene where he's barfing the dog. Like, and I think that this is probably I've seen quite I've seen a few of these kind of movies before, right? And this is probably the best animals fucking up the house. This movie's probably got the best animals fucking up the house scene I've seen in a very long time. How many animals fucking up the house scenes are there that you've seen? I can't think of another animals fucking up the house scene. Um, there was one in in Hunter Damnation, I think, wasn't there? Um, oh, that's a good film. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, there's one in Alvin and the Chipmunk. Not a very good oh, film. I haven't seen that. There's one in Furry Vengeance. Terrible film. There's one in Beethoven, pretty good film. There's oh, I yeah, seen any any kids film where there's an animal involved and a family involved, the house is gonna get messed up. Yeah, the house is uh, getting yeah. fucked with the animals. Uh, so but you know who's not getting fucked? The wife. The wife. <laughs> the house is getting fucked. More you know, uh, I also wanted to talk about Mrs. Parkis. Yeah. Oh, oh, her. Mrs. Jeez. Parkis. I feel like uh, she's a character <laughs> you I'd like to see more of. Really? Like this is well, and for, I for, mean, for, for those of you that haven't seen the film, Mrs. Um, <laughs> Parkis is a recurring character who is allergic to shellfish. <laughs> yeah, keeps, yeah, keeps eating shellfish. She's addicted to shellfish. Yeah. So much so that in a scene towards the end, when she reappears, she comes into a toilet cubicle, gets a whole crab out of a handbag, <laughs> and starts eating it on the toilet. I mean, I just, I just want to know what would lead to those, those kind of extremes, you know? It's like it's not like you could you can't eat shellfish. You, you, you know, it's not like you could not do it in public. You you don't have to go to the toilet and nosh down on but a big. But she did because John Doolittle was before he became before he became a vet or told animals he was an acid doctor, right? And Mrs. Practice was one of his patients, and he keeps telling her not to eat the shellfish. And mm. that was at a convention for or. Or an announcement for where John, John's doctor. Oh, so she's there. She's there. And she's like, oh, John's here. He's going to see me in this whole crab. (laughs) So I better take it to the toilet. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, So he gets sent to a mental institute, right? Why is Mrs. Parkis not in this mental institution? Ah. no fucking clue. I mean, she's no fucking clue. sneaking around crabs in her handbag. <laughs> but this is where the movie hit absolute peak for me, right? Oh yeah, this is, this is the peak. Yeah, it 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 doesn't get better than this, right? Yeah. Paul Giamatti turns up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And anything with Paul Giamatti in for me is ten out of ten. He, uh, he's a good actor. He's my favourite actor of all time. He was good in that wine film. What, Sideways? Yeah, Sideways. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he is my favourite actor like of all time. 
Like, even when he's in a piece of shit, he is, he can still be amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. He uh, plays the bitter guy who runs the mental hospital. Yeah, so he, him and John Doolittle used to um, work in university together. But then he, he lets yeah, yeah. him. Then he lets him out just because Mr. Doolittle threatens to reveal his fetish for wearing pink thongs. Yeah. In a kid's movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could probably pass me by with yeah. the thong back. Yeah, that, that's one of those things where you watch it as a grown-up movie. Oh, that's a bit questionable (laughs) I mean you kind of go even if he did go like hey this psychiatrist likes to wear pink thongs surely he could just be like no I don't yeah you know this guy's mental he talks to animals like yeah don't believe um, what he says and yeah I'm trying to find the words to to come back to that and I'm like yeah I completely agree um, yeah, so basically, Dr. John Doolittle should be locked up in a mental hospital for life, and I should get to bone his wife. I wonder what that actress is doing now. Kristen she's, she's old. She's like 50s. 60s? What's her name? 50s. 50s. What's her name? Kristen Thompson. Kristen Thompson. I'm just looking her up. Tristan. Kristen. Kristen. It's not coming up. Oh, no. I'm getting some weird photos. Are you sure it's Kristen Uh, Thompson? Kristen Thompson. I believe so. I need to find this lady. Shall we talk about the the reason why he got sent to the mental, mental institution? Yeah, hit me with it. Because his wife caught him to do CPR to a rat. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he is. He is Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, yeah but as the wife, you'd be going, okay, so you won't kiss me, but you kiss that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's obviously just like. She's jealous of jealous, the rat. She's jealous of the rat. <laughs> Oh my god! Have you seen the the reviews of the the most recent Doolittle? No, but I don't want to. I'm gonna wait until I've seen it myself. Okay. Well, maybe you get from my uh, reaction, but uh, wow. Not positive. I'm guessing. Wow. <laughs> but right, Doctor Doolittle, 1998. That's the one we're looking for. Yeah. Well, this one, this one doesn't get good reviews either. This gets 5.4 on IMDb, 42% and 46% on Metacritic. What? Right, that's that, pretty good. That's, yeah, that's good for this kind of movie, though. What, like a family-friendly movie? Yeah, a family-friendly movie where there's a lot of us talking animals. This, this movie, yeah, that's good for this, for this kind of movie. It's so weird, though. It's kind of a good... I mean, it did make nearly three hundred million on a budget of seventy million. <coughs> That's impressive. That's fucking impressive. 
Right. Peter Boyle. Who's Peter Boyle? There was a guy in my school called Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. He he plays the old man in a lot of things. Oh, he played the evil. Um, he yeah. played evil capitalist. Evil capitalist, but then he turns into sort of a goodish capitalist because he wants John at the end. Of, he wants John to join his team. Okay, I am getting to Kristen Wilson. You were close. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, there's she one. is now age fifty. You got her age bang on. Uh, I know. Uh, Mate, one... you a stalker. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, there's one. There's one actor we haven't talked about yet. Um, one actor who oh let me guess let me guess i'm gonna guess is it the dog no we no, the other dog. dog the dog that goes give me the ball give me the ball give me the ball well gilbert Go- okay there's two actors we haven't talked about yet okay gilbert Gottfried. oh yes i forgot his name i was trying to remember his name that is far and away my favorite scene i even remember that scene when i was a kid really yeah, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. Just throw the ball, just throw the ball, just throw the ball. He throw the ball! That is, the, that is perfect for Gilbert Gottfried. Like yeah. Just the semi sort of annoying, high-pitched voice that he's got. Yeah. That role was perfect for him. And if but dogs I, could talk, that is pretty much yeah. what dogs would say. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking about Albert Brooks as the tiger. Hang on. I was trying to figure out who that was. I thought it was the guy from... um, What's his name? I'm going to sound stupid for not knowing this guy's name, but uh, Lost in Translation. What's his name? That's Bill Murray. Yeah, I thought it was Bill Murray, but then I was like, it doesn't... At first I was like, it's him, but then I was like, it doesn't sound too much like him. Who is it then? Albert Brooks. Who's Albert Brooks? He did the voice of Nemo's dad in Finding Nemo. Oh my god! I don't, I don't remember Nemo's e- dad. <laughs> Nemo's dad, yeah. Albert <laughs> Brooks, he's a comedian. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, how he was great in this as the depressing, as the depressing tiger. Hang on a sec. There's another one we haven't spoken about, right? The two pigeons. Yeah, who are they voiced by again? I am gonna. I know. I'm gonna tell you. One is Marge Simpson. Am I right? Really? I don't know. I thought you'd know. No. <laughs> right. Well, I'm guessing one is Marge Simpson and one is Larry Sanders, the guy. Larry who... Sanders sounds. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Doolittle, I'm going to check that. <clears throat> I don't know what the name of Marge Simpson is in real life, but they were funny. The two pigeons were funny. Boys uh, <laughs> cast, Norm MacDonald. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, Old Beagle. There's an Old Beagle. I don't know the Old Beagle. I remember either. But is uh, P. 
pigeon, pigeon. Oh, female pigeon is Julie Kavner. Julie Kavner, who is my Simpson, yeah. Is she? Yeah. yeah, I got it. Is she dead? <laughs> her, her picture's in black and white. She must be dead. Let me see. Um, so it's Julie Kavanagh's female pigeon. And, oh, it doesn't say. Yeah, Gary Shandling. What did I say? Gary Shandling. Larry Sanders. Oh, that's the name of his TV show guy. Yeah, yeah Gary Shandling. Yes. I want to right. see the documentary about him. Apparently, it's good. Mm. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. So the rating system I kind of got for this is... If the film, if you think the film is shit, it you, you it's um get in the bin. If you think it's alright, you stream it or watch it um stream it or rent it on Netflix or Amazon. And yeah. if you loved it, pay full price for it. What would you give it? Hang on, take me through your rating system again. I'm I was it, get in the bin. Get in the bin is rubbish. If you hate, if, yeah. Um, if you um. Stream it or watch it on Netflix. Yeah, stream it or watch it on Netflix is as good. And if you thought it was amazing, pay full price for it. Um, well, I mean, uh, give me limited options. Um, I wouldn't put it in the bin. Um, I mean. You know, somewhere I would put it on Netflix, definitely, or, you know, it'd be nice if it was on TV. I don't think I'd pay full price for it, so I'm going to have to go for that. But if there was, like, a 3.5, or maybe a solid four stars, I don't know why it's got such shit on online, but you know what? Fuck the internet. Yeah, fuck the internet. I'd, put, I'd say it's somewhere between stream it on Netflix and a, and a pay full price for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. All right, you're stealing my review, okay? I, I ha- or a high streamer, a high streamer. I would stream it in high definition. How about that? Yeah, there we, there we go. That's a good. HD stream with some popcorn and maybe some tissues for the hot wife. Yeah, that's it. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. All up. right, I'm gonna uh, try. And, um, I'm gonna try and uh, get in touch with. Whatever her name is. Hey, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas. And, um, oh, what was I going to do today? Oh, yeah, that's right. Nothing. Where can people find me at home at the moment? But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, oh, oh, guess what? I've got a new video coming out. Um, nice. Where is it coming out? It's going to be on my YouTube channel, Dave Mullen Comedy. Um, so basically, I was like, how can I help in these hard times? And I thought, you know what? I've had a lot of Skype sex and there's going to be a lot of couples like me and my girlfriend who are separated, you know, can't see each other. So I've done a guide to Skype sex and it's going to be on nice. YouTube this nice. Friday. This Friday. So where is that again? Hmm. Just What's type Dave Mullen Comedy um, on uh, YouTube or I'm on Instagram at Comedy Dave, man, I uploaded a video today. Did you see it? Well, not yet. I've not been on. 
Uh, you better get on. It is me doing a nice workout with my little brother. It's funny. Nice. Um, anything else you want to promote? Uh, no, that's it. Nothing. I'm going to do that sex video is going to be in two parts. Mm. So first part this weekend, next part the weekend after. I've been trying to think. I was thinking of doing something like maybe live streaming something, but I don't think I can do it on my camera. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, It depends how long we're going to be in lockdown. I mean, if it's months, you know, I'll have to think of more things to do. But who the fuck knows? Yeah. All right, man. Good talking to you. All right. See you soon or maybe never.